0: Welcome to Listen In. My name is Stephanie Gates, and I want to invite you to listen in on conversations I have with my friends as we discuss engaging college students with the gospel. Well, Sydney, thanks for hanging out with me and just having this conversation. I wanted... um... Us to talk because I love uh, your story. Not only because I got to live it with you, and it's that, and that makes it even more special. But because I think it's really helpful to kind of see what is it like to walk with a college student uh, from unbelief to belief. Mm-hmm. And so, real quick before we jump into your story, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell them what brought you to UNT. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll we'll get started.
1: Yeah. So my name is Sydney Buckley. Uh I am an athlete. Um or I was an athlete, I guess. I'm <laughs> a still right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um I came to UNT on a swimming scholarship. Uh, I'm originally from Colorado.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh so came down to North Texas. Uh didn't have any family or really didn't really know anyone in the area, but um loved the program, the swimming program and like like the school and things like that. So just decided to come and branch yeah. out, and it was a crazy four years, but a great four years, and I'm so grateful that I decided to come, because I got to meet staff, yeah. and, you know, it just it ended up being, like, one of the most important mm. times of my life.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad you came, too. Um, mm-hmm. So what... I want us to do is to, like I said, just kind of walk through your story. So there's this book called I Once Was Lost Mm -hmm. that talks about the five thresholds of postmodern conversion. And really the whole purpose, what they did was they looked at 2,000 stories of people who went from unbelief to belief and they recognized this trend that there were five thresholds or five almost phases that someone has to go through from unbelief to belief. And so as I have read that book and I've thought a lot about how that impacts the ministry we do on our campus, I think it's really helpful for us to understand what those thresholds are. So the first one would be when someone moves from distrust to trust, when they can, they might distrust a Christian to now they trust a Christian. And then the next one would be moving from complacency to being curious about faith. The third is uh, from being closed to change to then being open to change. So maybe starting to recognize, well, wait, is there something in my life that that needs to change? And then the fourth one would be from moving from meandering to seeking to where this is like I'm actually thinking through. Wait a second, like what could this mean for my life? I want to learn more. And the last we say it's from moving from darkness to light, moving from this moment of recognizing. I need Jesus, and I believe this. And so I just want us to walk through your story as we kind of explore each one of those thresholds. Does that sound good? Sounds great. Okay, so you first came to Denton. Um, As a swimmer, like you said, you jump into your freshman year, and tell me a little bit about your freshman year.
1: Freshman year was pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, There was a lot happening, you know. Um, I was... 18 years old, out on my own for the first time, in a new state, in a new city, didn't know anyone. Uh, Brand new teammates, brand new coaches, uh, brand new living situation, eating different foods, you know, new classes. Everything in my life was, did to like a complete 180. Mm. Uh, So it was pretty hard uh, to get adjusted. Um, But really, it was, at first it was really nice to have my teammates there. Uh, It was kind of like an instant connection and you had like an instant friendship because you were teammates already. Uh, so that was pretty nice. Uh, wasn't like the typical college student who just doesn't have any friends or is only friends with their roommate or whatever that was. Um, but uh, was like the typical college student in that you know there were roommate struggles or you know there were I struggled uh, struggling in classes or you know things like that on top of competing and, and training all the time. So. I
0: think one thing that a lot of people don't understand is the reality of being a student athlete. No. I didn't know that until we started living life together. Yeah. And I started to get a glimpse of, not only do you have the unique challenges that a college student has, but now you literally have all of these other expectations from practice to competing to tutoring and all of these expectations that are being placed upon you mm-hmm. um as a competing athlete yeah and so is that hard for you to kind of adjust to and to recognize and did you feel like you had an idea of what you were getting into before you got here
1: um yes and no I think for me the workload uh in school and then in the pool was kind of similar, I Mm -hmm. guess. Uh, I was training a lot more in college than I ever did in high school or anything like that. Um, But thankfully my high school was really hard. Uh, They really challenged us academically. And so I was really well prepared when I came in here, uh, which was really, really helpful. Uh, It made classes a lot easier and uh, things like that, which was really nice. Um, And then for me, swimming was Swimming division one was always my biggest goal, mm-hmm. and so being able to do it and being able to live out that dream, I was just so happy to be here that, and that I was able to really grind, like focus on the grind and push hard, um, of just focusing on on school and swimming. Um, but I think the hardest part that I really didn't expect was that it was, it was almost like you had your swim group, your friends on the team, and things like that. But outside of it, it was so hard to connect with other college students uh, just because they didn't have the same experiences. Uh, they didn't have the same kind of time commitments and things like that. So it's not like you can just go hang out on Tuesday night. You might have tutoring or whatever that you have to go to. So Or practice uh, at 6 a.m. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Practice yeah. at 6 a.m. So I can't stay up till midnight like a normal college student or 2 a.m., whatever they do. I don't know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I can't necessarily uh, – it was harder for me to connect with my classmates and things like that and really build relationships with, with people in my classes. Uh, and that is one thing uh, that I, I did have to kind of give up as an athlete is uh, building relationships with other people. Um, but I have teammates, and I have teammates from all over the world. And so, I don't know. It's a give and take. Yeah. I mean, you have to sacrifice a lot of things as an athlete, and so um, – I wouldn't change it for anything, but it was definitely hard. Yeah.
0: yeah. I think there's there's an element of isolation that mm-hmm. comes. Absolutely. Uh, and maybe a better phrase is insulation. Mm-hmm. It's like they build a separate world for you. Yeah. And uh, I think it's to protect you and, um, and to kind of keep you within the world that they want you to stay in, ultimately for your best success mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to your sport.
2: Yeah.
0: And so I think... That's something I've observed is like, just like you're saying, it's hard to connect with my classmates because my experience is different. Mm -hmm. They're not, their schedule does not match my schedule uh, at all. And so I think that was something that really shocked me when I first started spending time with you and your teammates Mm -hmm. of what I thought I knew about college students. And even from when I was an athlete in high school and realizing like I had no idea what your world was really like. Yeah. And so you were gracious enough to let me in and let me watch and learn and ask all kinds of questions, um, and so literally we got to live life together for we three did. years, right? Yeah. Uh, it was during awesome. your time, so that first year, your freshman year, you weren't involved in any kind of church activity, uh, any ministry. Uh, didn't really grow up in church, right? No. Uh, no. You've told me before you would attend church, you know, on, on the major holidays, Christmas and Easter, yep. uh, and that was Call really those your Christmas. Yes, the Christers. <laughs> you. Um, yep. That was your experience, mm-hmm. and so then you get up here. You're, like I said, isolated or insulated with your team, and one of your teammates is Ashley Payne. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about Ashley Payne.
1: <laughs> oh man, where do you start with Ashley Payne? <laughs> I think a- your
0: laugh already starts it off for us.
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's awesome. Yeah. Uh, she is a ball of energy. Uh, can just, she, man, she, I don't know how else to explain. It. I mean, she just has so much energy. as always. Uh, pretty much always smiling, um, always talking about something, and is like very passionate about whatever she's talking about, and like dead dead serious about it. It is it's great. I love it. Um, she was awesome. She was a great leader on the team. Um, she's nice to have at practice. Is just someone. That you could like really see working hard, uh, mm-hmm. which was really nice. Um, it was a little bit harder to like really get close to her at first uh, because I was two years younger, and so there was a little bit of that like age separation and you know upperclassmen, lowerclassmen type thing. But uh, and we had also had a huge freshman class, and so uh, our class was my class was really close with each other, and so it was harder for us to kind of make friendships with uh, the upperclassmen. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, it's not like we weren't friends at all or Mm -hmm. anything like that. It's just we were mostly closer with uh, the freshmen, especially at first. uh, We all lived in the dorms together and things like that. But uh, as the year went on, Ashley and I became closer friends and uh, really enjoyed swimming together, I think, If I'm not mistaken, that year she started trying to like learn how to swim breaststroke a little bit more, (laughs) and so she like was that entertaining? Oh man, yep, (laughs) that was really entertaining. I Uh, think the
0: breaststroke in general is entertaining. (laughs) It's awesome. It's the one I always wonder, how do you not drown? <laughs> I
1: don't know. It's <laughs> just kind of kick and pull. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so I think she kind of came at, towards the end of the year, came and swam some breaststroke sets with us. And that's kind of, I think that's when I really got to know her. Uh, she was a flyer, so we swam fly together quite a bit, uh, which was awesome. So, yeah.
0: So what you know now, but didn't know at that time, mm-hmm. Ashley... Uh, came into the BSM and her first couple of years just wasn't really connected with any form of Christian community and was just struggling and so she came in and she said listen I need help I need people who can walk with me help me really figure out how do I grow in my relationship with the Lord and she said and I want to take the gospel to my teammates And so we just started talking about, how do you do that practically? And she just said, I want to invite them to come to BSM, and I want to invite them to come with me to church. Mm -hmm. And so she faithfully kept doing it every week, and every week, no one came. And she, if it had been me, I would have stopped. I think I probably would have given up. Yeah. But that's not actually, is it?
1: No. No, she absolutely not. She
0: faithfully <laughs> kept asking. Yeah. And so then I remember hearing from her. It was the very last Thursday night of the, of the school year. Mm-hmm. And we do what we call a taco game night. Yeah. And um, she says, Sydney's coming. And so then you walk into taco game night. Mm -hmm. and I make a beeline. I'm like, hey, I want to support Ashley. I want to get to know her friend, and so we're playing games. We're eating tacos, and it's in the middle of crazy weather, and so um, that was was our first time to meet, and so what was that like for you uh, to come to why why'd you come, and then what was that experience like for you?
1: Yeah, well, this is my— sound a little bit mean, but I don't mean it mean at all, mm-hmm. um, you know, Ashley just kept asking us all the time, and so finally, I just said yes to get her to shut up, like, <laughs> you know, and honestly, it was the best thing ever, yeah. um, I was just like, all right, fine, I'll just go once, and we'll see how it is, whatever, and I think the taco and game night, like, really was a great way uh, to get other people to come, too, because, I mean, what, what do college students love? Free food and games, right, mm-hmm. and so, I was like, okay, <laughs> I'll go for some free food and tacos and yeah. play some games with you. That's fine. Um, and it was awesome. Everyone, I remember walking in the door and I saw you, I mm-hmm. saw uh, the other Stephanie and i think becca mm-hmm. and they were just so kind and welcoming uh you all were and we went up and played some games and and i just had a blast uh even though there were tornadoes out yes. outside <laughs> 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 we were up upstairs and like this what felt like an attic it was uh-huh. not an attic that's an exaggeration but yeah. it felt like an attic of an old church and um it was it was, a, it was a lot of fun. I had a blast with
0: everyone. I remember not only being so excited that you came and mm-hmm. like having a great time getting to know you hearing you're from Colorado. Um, we kind of bonded over I used to vacation in Colorado Springs, so mm-hmm. I was excited to hear that and and I remember you left and I thought we're probably never going to see you again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And just because that's kind of the reality of sometimes we get to make a connection and we hope and pray that students going to come back, but a lot of times it just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And so summer hits, you go home, you come back, and we're getting ready for our very first Thursday night worship time. Mm-hmm. And we're standing outside. We, at that point, we weren't at the BSN. We were at a local church. And uh, I remember seeing you walk up with your roommate. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, I can't even tell you how excited I was and how excited Ashley was when she realized you came.
1: Yeah. Why'd you come? Uh, that's a great question. <laughs> um, I don't know exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I just, I knew that I wanted to be uh, like a, a better person and yeah. I wanted, I know I, I had those like Christian values growing up and I wanted to kind of really explore it and see like, what does this mean for my life? You know, I um, had some experiences growing up to where I, I knew God was real. Um, and I have no doubt about that. Um, and I just knew that I didn't really have a connection yeah. with him and that's what kind of, I think really was like, okay, you need to go and you need to hang out with these people. Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: And so this first threshold is this idea of moving from distrust to trust. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, what was it that if you can think of that helped you first off, trust Ashley enough to say, yes, I'll come with you, yeah. but then even, you know, trust us to come back uh, and then you trusted me <laughs> to like kind of let me come in and be a part of your life. Yeah. What Was there something in particular that you can think of? And you can say no if there's not. Yeah. That kind of helped you recognize, like, I think I can trust these people.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, well, one thing that was really great that still stands out to me to, to this day is that uh, you all remembered my name. Mm-hmm. Like, you did, the other Stephanie, and Becca. And I was just so shocked that you all remembered my name. I was like, oh my goodness, wow. Did I like really make that big of a connection with these people to where like they remember who I am three months later after meeting me for one night and playing games with me one night. And I have a terrible memory with names, so I was like, I, I didn't know who any of you were. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I recognized you guys, but I didn't really, like really remember your names or anything like that. So um, that was something that was really important to me and that like really impressed me, that I really remember. Um, and then i just remember that first i guess it's not really a service uh first crave that yeah. we did um was really just nice and mm-hmm. very welcoming um you know it wasn't anything about you know because you're not following the lord you know through every second of your life that means you're a terrible person you guys are just so you know, your arms are wide open and you just want people to love Jesus and you want to love people like Jesus would. And I just, I saw that in you guys and I love that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, cause, cause you showed me the love of Jesus. Mm-hmm. I wanted to show other people. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. so I think, would you say that it was just your experience of kind of seeing how we, we saw you mm-hmm. that kind of even moved you from, uh, into curiosity of, mm-hmm. like, what's going on here? What's making this place a little different? Yeah. Would you say, like, was that part of what kind of moved you to being more curious?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think it was, uh, you know, you took interest in me mm-hmm. and uh, my background as a swimmer. Uh, you guys thought that that was the coolest thing ever. <laughs> like, nobody ever thinks swimmers are cool. So I was like, all right, this is, this is awesome. You kind <laughs> of became
0: a little celebrity <laughs> for us.
1: <laughs> I don't know about that. But, yeah, Um So that was, I think it was really nice uh, just having people interested in uh, hearing about me and what I was doing and and especially in that time of my life where, you know, people in class, they would just stare at me while I ate food in class. They're like, why didn't you get any before? Because I was in the pool before. Mm -hmm. That's why. Um, You know, they would never like ask about um, what I was doing or or who I was or anything like that. and I mean, I wouldn't ask them either, so it's on me too, um, which I realize now. But then I didn't really understand, uh, like how people get to you know know each other mm-hmm. and like how asking someone about what what they're doing, you know, their past, where they're from, things like that, how that really like makes them feel special and builds a connection with them. And so I think just like, you know, you guys took the time to ask me about myself and who I was and it made me feel special and connected to you. So,
0: I'm really glad yeah. uh, especially that you came back Like I remember being so excited mm-hmm. and only by the grace of God did I remember your name <laughs> I'm not good at that yeah. but literally I was like, oh, it's Sydney yeah. I didn't even have to think and I was like, okay, the Lord took care of it um, so you come and then pretty quickly after that Ashley made a comment saying I think Sydney would like to study the Bible with someone uh, and just saying I don't know if I have time and I was like, I do Mm-hmm. And so I reached out to you and said, hey, do you want to study the Bible together? Mm-hmm. And and you said yes. Mm-hmm. So what, what about that was intriguing to you mm-hmm. um, to just say, okay, I'm going to spend time with this person I don't really know.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and we're going to dive into something I don't really know anything about.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, I wanted to know more because even though I, I thought at the time I was a Christian, you could say I was like Mm cultural cultural. oh I can't yes (laughs) culturally Christian yes thank you oh wow I I wouldn't have said like I knew really what the Bible said Mm -hmm. I knew of some of the stories I knew that you know Jesus died on the cross for our sins rose again all that but other than that like I didn't really know who Mark was who John was I didn't know any of that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff and I just thought to myself, like, how can you claim to be something and not know it?
2: Yeah.
1: You know, that seems silly. Yeah. So, um, I just wanted to learn. I wanted to see what it said. Um, and it turned out to be really great. Yeah. Um, you know, I had, you know, it turned out we became really great friends. Yeah. We have so You're much family. On. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and it came at a really important time in my life. Yeah. Um, Because that sophomore year was a hard year, uh, which you know. (laughs) Sometimes we would just sit down and just talk about what was happening in life, and like kind of not really read that week, or you know, get back into it the next week, or something like that. Um, And I, I think that it was one of the reasons I got through my sophomore year for sure.
0: Yeah. I the thing I remember from our very first time that we met. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if you remember this. I do. Uh, You showed up Mm -hmm. and you brought me a cookie. Oh. And, I, don't, I forgot
1: about the cookie. Yeah,
0: here's the thing. No one had ever done that before. Yeah. Do you know why? Most of the time students don't ever think about me as a person. Hmm. They, I'm just here to take care of you. But in that moment, I realized you thought of me as a person. And already I was like, there's something different about this one. Mm-hmm. And so I, like right away, I'm already excited about the fact that we're getting to, to meet. And we started studying the book of John. We basically did a chapter a week together. And um But here you'd shown up, not only willing to give me of your time and your crazy schedule, but you'd even, like, said, I appreciate you because you're doing this with me. Mm -hmm. And you showed up with a cookie. Mm -hmm. And, um, like, to me, that already set you apart of just, like, someone who's, like, this is important to you, Mm -hmm. Um, and you're willing to make that effort and just show me that appreciation. And, uh, and which was so funny to me, because I was the one that was, like, I was probably... So much more excited than you were that we were getting to do it. So we dive in and we start reading the Bible. But I remember right away that very first time I just shared the gospel with you. I did the bridge illustration, mm-hmm. kind of handed you the pen. I'm like, where, where do you think you are? And, and you said, you know what? I just need to learn more. I think right now I'm just really interested.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so we, we just started spending time together. Uh, we started we were studying the Bible we were living life I you were teaching me all about swimming I knew nothing you answered all of my questions Um, and I just knew that it was important for me to be where you were Mm -hmm. Um, because I felt like that was an opportunity for not only for me to learn about what was important to you but you didn't have family here Mm-hmm. You didn't have, like you were saying, most people don't know much about swimming, uh, especially here. It's not one of the the sports that's going to get a huge crowd. And, and I just saw that as a unique opportunity for us as the BSM and for me to say, we're showing up for you. Mm-hmm. How did that, did that play a part in any of your, your curiosity with just seeing us say, like, you're important to us?
1: Absolutely. I mean, it was great to see you guys show up at the meets with little signs uh-huh. and say, go Ashley, go Sid. Um... I mean, it was it was so cool uh, to sit there and be like, "Oh, there's my friends." Um, you know, when I didn't I didn't really have people coming to my meets very often because my you know my family's not here. Uh, so so girls who are from Texas, you know, sometimes their parents a lot of times their parents drive up. You know, their aunts, uncles, brothers, sisters, whoever it is, um, and they can they sit down and they they watch their kids swim. Uh, but being from out of the state that didn't happen very often. And so uh, it was really nice to see someone who's like there for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was also really nice to uh, be able to like introduce you guys to the team. And for, even if you didn't see it, like I was on my side uh, on the bench and saying, hey guys, like, look, there are my friends from the BSM. Uh, how cool is it that they came? And they're like, oh, that's so cool, um, you know, and just, uh, getting to talk about you guys with them was really awesome, um, and just it's swimmers all. A lot of the times we just want someone to like pay attention to swimming. Mm-hmm. Um, we work really mm-hmm. hard. Uh, our sport is an endurance sport, even though some of our races only last 24 seconds. Um, and some of them last 16 minutes. You never know. I don't know how they do that. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> I didn't do this. I was a sprinter. <laughs> yeah, um, but it's we work really, really hard, and we get no recognition. And so, for people to show up to the meet is like the best thing ever mm-hmm. for a swimmer. And uh, it was just really awesome to see you guys there. And uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed answering questions, you know, that you guys had. Um, we, we kind of, we might laugh, like, how do you not run into the wall and backstrip? Yeah. Well, that's what those flags are for. I really didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you asked that. A lot of other people asked that. But, um, you know, we kind of giggle because that's something we see every day. Um, but it it really does um, mean a lot to us in that someone's taking interest in what we do. And um, something that we, we train and work so hard for so long for. I mean, I mean... We had to train 20 hours a week, and so for someone to like be able to come to an event where you're like showing off what you're doing and you're competing against other yeah. teams, uh, just to build that recognition uh, for the team and for UNT uh, was really important to us. Yeah. So thank you for coming. That Absolutely. Was awesome. yeah.
0: Thank you for teaching me. Of course. I never fully figured out the times. Oh, that's okay. But I knew who won what, and I knew where you were, and I knew <laughs> like I knew. I knew what you were racing. Like, I learned a lot. I just never got the times down. (laughs) Um, So this third threshold is when you start to be, you're closed to change, but then you become more open to recognizing, like, um, there's something in my life that might need to change. Mm -hmm. Um, When, what do you think kind of started to make you realize that, there could be something in you that needed to change, that a relationship with Jesus meant there was change, mm-hmm. uh, or even just this need that I I need community. I need uh, I'm this Jesus I'm looking at. I need to know more. Like, what do you, can you think of anything in particular? Was it the Bible reading? Was it just mm-hmm. hanging out? Like, what, what was it that kind of helped you recognize that there mm-hmm. was something different that could require change in your life?
1: Yeah. I think it was a mix of a couple things. Uh, one, I'm a very, like, matter-of-fact person and a very analytical person. And so if I say I am something, and at the time I believed I was a Christian, even though I basically wasn't, um, I I wanted to... I realized that, you know, I'm not living my life like a Christian should. Mm -hmm. Um, And so really, like, reading the Bible kind of um, opened me up to... You know, what What does the life of a Christian look like? What should Christians do? What shouldn't they do? Um, and, and beyond that, like, what what does it mean to have a relationship with God? And what is, you know, like I said earlier, what does the Bible even say? Hmm. Um, what, how did all this happen? What is what is this? Um, and it was important for me to, if I was saying I was something, to, like, really be that. Um, and then also... I think spending time with you and just seeing how uh, gracious you were with your time, um, and and just spending spending time with me and you know we were able to talk about a lot of things. Um, I think when I was like super blown away was when you came to training trip Mm -hmm. uh, my sophomore year. Uh, You came out to California to San Diego um, with us for like almost a week, right? Yeah. And you were just there. Like, we didn't even really get to see each other much. We did meals together, and I came to the the two meets, but yeah. 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 Um, But just for someone to be like, I know you're going to be there, and it's going to be a a difficult time for you, so I want to spend time with you, like, that blew me away. I was just so shocked. And uh, I'll never forget, like, standing on the beach with you Mm -hmm. and us talking about uh, just how, how beautiful the ocean was. Mm-hmm. And you said, and that's how I know there's a God, because it's so pretty. And I'm like, you're right. <laughs> <Ha."> <laughs> like, that's so true. i never thought about it that way. Mm-hmm. But now every time I see something beautiful, I'm like, well, okay. That's mm-hmm. how, that, yep, there's God right there. You know, he made that. Yeah. Like, this couldn't exist without him. Um, and I think those two things together were just kind of um, – what it really was and then as I started reading um, I realized that as time progressed the words in the Bible they weren't just words anymore yeah. it they it was a story that I started to have an emotional connection with yeah. and that's when I was like okay yeah
0: yeah <laughs> it's interesting because with your story it's almost like the seeking and the opening to change the curiosity mm-hmm all kind, of, so basically thresholds two three and four in some ways kind of overlapped oh yeah i would say for you so like this threshold four is you know you really begin to seek mm-hmm. and so studying the bible coming to church coming to bsm um that'll happen pretty quickly mm-hmm. uh, which isn't always the case but so i think in your story in particular we kind of saw those overlap right. um and I was shocked. We were in Houston. You were swimming at uh, U of H. Mm-hmm. And we hadn't been able to do our, to meet to study the Bible uh, because of um, your schedule and something had come up. I think you had left. But you were like, can we do it at the meet? And I don't know if you remember it. Like, oh. we, you said, I won't be swimming on Saturday or during the afternoon at this time. Can we do it then? And so we literally came out right there at the pool sitting in their lobby area mm-hmm. and we were studying the bible together we were talking through what you had read in our notes that we always would bring in and i remember sitting there in that moment i knew it was important but in that moment you're like this is important to me i'm making time right here right now i think it was during warm-ups mm-hmm. um and i think that was when i knew you were serious But then I saw not only were you serious enough to say, I want to do this right now. There are people from your team walking all around us, and you're sitting there with your big Bible open. Mm -hmm. I think you had your study Bible with you at that point. Oh, yeah. And to me, it was that day that I saw... Like this is this isn't just something you're interested in. This is something like you're you're trying to figure this out, and this is important. And you don't mind if everybody else knows that this is something you're looking into. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just vividly remember being almost surprised that because uh, there are Christian students that I know that, that wouldn't want to do a Bible study right there in the lobby of a student center with a pool right there, and every person that knows you is walking right by. <laughs> um, and so I think. As I think about your story, it was obvious that you were open and you were seeking and you were curious. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, as we're walking through, it came to the night that you said, I believe this. Mm -hmm. We tell that story?
1: Yeah, Yeah. so that's a great story. Um, I forget what chapter and verse it is, but... uh,
0: Chapter six or seven of,
1: uh, I might be wrong, but... I have it
0: written in my Bible. There's the yeah. date and everything. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, and we were reading through, and it, it's the part where um, they start taking Jesus to the cross. Yeah. And I was reading it at at my apartment, and I realized that a thought came through my head: "Oh, don't do that. I really like this guy." Yeah. Like, and so in that moment, I was like, "Oh." Like, I love Jesus. Mm-hmm. like You know, it was yeah. just kind of this weird um, moment where I just recognized the thoughts that I was having, mm-hmm. like the reaction I was having to what the, the words were saying. And um, like I talked about a little bit earlier with that emotional connection to mm-hmm. what was happening. And I just really did not want them to take Jesus away, even though yeah. I knew like, you know, that was... You know
0: how the story ends. Yes.
1: <laughs> even though I knew that was going to happen and, you know, that that's a great thing for us. I just, I still didn't want him to get hurt because yeah. I liked him.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and, and so that's kind of when I realized it. And I knew walking in when we were, because uh, we would we would go and read it on our mm-hmm. own, and then we'd come back together yeah. and, and kind of go over it together, read parts. Yeah. Um, and I knew walking in that it was going to be a good day. Yeah. Uh, because I wanted to tell you about that mm-hmm. reaction that I had. So. Yeah.
0: I remember it was a Friday night. Mm -hmm. There was an event happening here at the BSM. There was a, um, and we were sitting in my office, Mm -hmm. and you looked at me and you said, "I gotta tell you something." I said, "What you gotta tell me?" And you just said, I love Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I remember in that moment, getting super excited. I'm like, okay, we got to talk about this. <laughs> and then doing, I drew the bridge illustration one more time. Uh-huh. And I handed you the marker. And I was like, Sydney, where are you? Are you over here saying, I'm figuring this out? So are you over here saying, no, I believe that Jesus is who he says he is. And, and you marked, I'm right here. Mm-hmm. And that was about, what, a six-month span? Because it was February. Mm-hmm. I vividly remember. Oh, yeah. Um, and so... Of us just living life, you ex- really just saying, I want to learn more,
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, studying the Bible together, spending time together. Uh, and then it even amazed me before you were like, yes, I firmly believe this. Like, you were really intentional. You wanted me to get to know your teammates. Mm-hmm. And so you would try to introduce me. And, and then even after that, you're like, I, they need to know this, too. And so it was really neat to get to watch how what Ashley was trying to do. Now became what you were trying to do.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: it wasn't just I've been changed by Jesus, but I want other people to know him as well yeah, uh, and that was really fun for me to get to to see that progression uh, and desire within your life
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, and even in a really hard team setting, um I think I noticed like. First off, your team's huge. There's 30 of you. Yeah. And they're from all around the world.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, and then you got the opportunity to be captain. And you were just trying to like figure out, how do I lead well? What does this look like? And uh, we were talking all about those things. Like, how do you lead when you're not in charge? And mm-hmm. um, and so just seeing the way that you wanted to, not only for your team to be better, but you wanted to lead well and to invest well. And uh, not only did I see that, obviously your coaches saw that because then you graduated last year, and now you've been serving as a volunteer coach. Mm -hmm. Literally saying, I'm giving of my life for a year to invest back into the team. Um, And I think that that is just a display of uh, the way you care for people, the way you want to invest in them, and the way that you want to grow them, not only as athletes, but you're hoping you're going to have an impact in their life. Um, mm-hmm. and so that has been fun for me to watch I wish I could have been around for your freshman year uh, <laughs> but we only got those three years and then yeah. of course this last year um, but I'm thankful that you let me be a part of it because mm-hmm. uh, a lot of times I'm this random woman <laughs> that you just literally said come on in yeah well then, I
1: mean you were so nice <laughs> and, you used to go along with, and you cared about what I was doing yeah. so I'm like okay I'll hang out with her Yeah. and then uh, we just Started, you know, building that friendship, mm-hmm. and then became really good friends to where it was like it was almost the highlight, or it definitely was the highlight mm-hmm. of my week uh, to come in and get to spend time with you. And um, you know, even though we both have early bedtimes, yes. there were some sometimes we went home pretty late, yeah, uh, just because we enjoyed yeah. uh, talking so much and just spending time with one mm-hmm. another. And I think that a lot of the times that's the best way to invest in someone is to just spend time with them and to you know make them feel. Uh, like they're, they're heard um, and to yeah just really build a connection with them I think that's what people are really after yeah mm-hmm.
0: one thing I I think I learned um, even I think I knew it beforehand but it was really emphasized and just our journey was uh, I use I always say it's really important if you want to engage college students um, I say proximity, mm-hmm. presence and patience mm-hmm. uh, proximity is you got to be where they are And that's why I was like, okay, I got to learn about swimming. I got to show up Um, because I felt like it was obvious to me that the Lord was opening a door there. Mm -hmm. Um, And where God is moving and working, you should want to position yourself. Uh, And I thought this is going to be really cool to watch. Mm -hmm. And so proximity for me was real easy. I was like, okay, I can commit to be at everything that I can be at, and I'm going to show up. The next step is presence. Uh, I want to invest well and let them know that, I see you. I hear you. I want to learn about this. I'm going to be cheering for you. I'm going to record your your races so your mom can see it. Um, You know, stuff like that. And then lastly, just being patient um, and trusting that the Spirit is going to move and work. And Mm -hmm. those were things that I knew, but then I got to really see uh, what that looked like uh, as we were walking through life together. Mm -hmm. And so that's something that I I hope uh, more people will realize is just when we get to do that, It's not just, oh, I'm spending time with college. It's I got to spend time with Sydney. And I got to learn about what was important to you. I got to meet your friends. I got to meet your family. Mm -hmm. Um, And for that, like, I'm just really thankful that we got, we've been
1: able to do that. Yeah. Well, thank you. I mean, and I didn't even really realize that, you know, throughout this whole process that there was a process or, you know, that, that, that something was happening. It just felt like. Okay. Hey, do you want to do this? Hey, do you want to do that? You know, and it just felt so natural and like, okay,
2: it yeah, was. we can do that.
1: It really was, yeah. but it didn't feel like, um, you know, I didn't even remember the first night, and until you guys reminded me, oh yeah, there were really bad storms. It's like, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, you know, just like little things. Like I didn't, I don't remember that Houston meet at all. Mm-hmm. You know, sitting out in the the foyer, but um, I don't know. It just. It just seemed like it was it was a part of uh my life at the time mm-hmm. and what was going on, and just like another step or you know making another friend, yeah uh, it didn't really seem like uh you know like okay, we're gonna start studying the Bible and things like that, so that was really cool it's, yeah it's i think
0: I think you're right, it's not a formula no it's a it's gonna look different for every person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was easier for us because we are a lot alike. We get along. It's just, it's easy for us. True. Uh, True. We make jokes of like, like literally, we'll realize there's something else we have in common, and you always say shocker. <laughs> like, that's literally, uh, I think, yeah. um, just an extension of God's grace. It'd be like, okay, you two are going to be together. We'll make it real easy.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, And so I'm thankful for that. I have one last question that I've been asking everybody. Okay. And so that question is this. Why do you think the local church should care about college students?
1: Uh, Well, college students are people, aren't they? Yeah. (laughs) To me, the best thing about being a Christian, uh, beyond being saved, is that Jesus showed us so much love. Mm -hmm. And the best thing about that is that I can take that and I go and I get to love other people uh, as best I can, uh, I'm gonna fail, you know, um, like he did. And I think that college students are no different than everyone else. Um, you know, they, they're just in a different time in their life. Um, and people kind of, they kind of brush college off as like, oh, that was the crazy part of my life where I did all this nonsense. Uh, but it doesn't have to be that. Um, and for a lot of people it's not Um, that's kind of just the perception of it and they're just as lost as everyone else Um, and it's also a time where it's really confusing Um, you know you're you're 18 years old and you're they're telling you to pick a major that's going to set up your career for the rest of your life how are you supposed to do that at 18 like come on you can't even do a couple other things. Like, it's it's crazy. You can't even rent a car. But they're asking you to, to make um, choices right. for, your, for yep. the rest of your life. Like, that's kind of crazy. Um, so it's it's stressful. Um, a lot of the times, uh, it's, it's a complete 180 for a lot of people. Uh, their life has completely changed. They're asked to make these big decisions. And they're trying to figure out who they are, uh, what they want to do and they're not equipped with the tools to really do that yet. And so I think it's a great time uh, to invest in people and to really show them some love and support. And really, if even if that's all you do is just show them some love and support and it doesn't go any further like then you made a big impact on someone's life, so.
0: Yeah. Uh, I agree. Yeah. Well, thank you for yeah. uh, just letting me uh, Record your story. I think it's it's a helpful way to kind of walk through those thresholds, but more important, I think it's just um, I love the story. I mm-hmm. got to walk it. Uh, it's one of my favorite things that I've been able to be a part of during my time here at UNT, just watching how the Lord has moved and worked in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's will always be a season um, that I will remember and will fondly thank the Lord. Like, that's where... You know, our friendship got to start. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, like I said, you're family. You're stuck with me. Um, yeah. And so. You know, that goes both
1: ways, right? I'm <laughs> glad. Are you sure? You I am stuck glad. With me? I want
0: to be stuck with you. Um, uh, but my hope is that whoever may hear this conversation, whoever listens in, mm-hmm. will know that um, it's just about getting around students. Mm hmm. It's about investing while being present uh, and just trusting that the Lord is gonna move and work. Uh, And so to consistently show up and just be patient. uh, And through that, it might mean eating meals together, Mm -hmm. uh, watching meats, sitting on a beach. Yep, Um, if you're lucky. (laughs) I know, we lucked out. To sitting in my office reading the Bible. Mm -hmm. uh, To everything else that we've done. I think that for me, it's just uh, an extension of God's grace that we get to be a part of watching Him move and work in the life of somebody else. And so thank you for letting me watch and be a part. thank you. And so thanks for just taking the time to sit down with me uh, and reminisce about your story.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. Thanks. If you would like to continue this conversation, you can contact me at stephaniemgates.com. The music was created by my talented friend, Vince Romanelli. Thank you for listening.